This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Today's show is sponsored by Tracker. Make losing things a thing of the past. Pair Tracker to your smartphone, attach it to anything, and find its precise location with the tap of a button. Go to thetracker.com right now and enter promo code BADCHRISTIAN to get 30% off your entire order. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. All right, meatheads, welcome to the show. Uh, This is Matt, and you've entered the Bad Christian Podcast yet again, and you've entered something a little bit different today. We're doing it slightly differently. We have a little bit of a shorter episode, and Joey's not here because he's on a sabbatical. Now, here's what else. This is an interactive live episode that we did live on the internet and took real callers, which is kind of cool. We're playing around with some new technology, and this is a fun format thing that Toby and I wanted to try, and I think it went great. A lot of you watched it live on Facebook as we were doing it, and uh, I think you'll enjoy this episode. And also, it fits into the next thing I want to do, which is an announcement, and an announcement about an announcement, in fact, and that is... We've decided to use some of this technology too, and we're playing around with cameras and streaming and all this stuff for Emory. So the Emory Acoustic Concert, this Saturday night, April the 30th, live in Seattle, we're gonna make open to the whole world for free with a streaming setup with a couple of camera people, an audio guy. It's gonna be great. I think it's gonna really be a special event, and we want everybody in the whole world to come watch for free. And uh, it'll be, th- you know, Devin, Toby singing. It's for everybody. So go to emoryacoustic.com forward slash register right now. And so you could join us for that event. Uh, also, at that event, we have a special announcement. I have an announcement that I will make then. So tune in to hear some more big news. And that's, again, that's emoryacoustic.com forward slash register. All right. Enjoy the episode. One, I started. I don't need Joey. I don't need Joey. Matt, bring it in, buddy. That's the bad Christian podcast. Live edition. Okay, this is a special edition. And you're right, Toby. You don't need Joey. We don't need him. You don't need him. He can keep on sabbatical in for a year for all I care. And in fact, I'll we're going to do one better than, than having him missing. Well, me and you are just going to get real today. And we're going to bring in some listeners on the show and take actual real calls like a real yep. radio show. And we're live on the Internet this as is amazing. we speak. And so if this, this, this is, is kind amazing. of an experiment, but it's going to be a shorter episode. And uh, yep. we're just going to just to see what happens. Hey, also, I actually have, we have actually have the, the power to delete them from this oh, yeah. So if, if I don't like what they're saying, I hit the X button and they're gone. Well, yeah, so we're going to watch out. Yes, we're going to have some stuff to to work out. Like, how do we treat them? What's the tone of it? Can we mute them? What if it's bad questions? Yeah. I don't know. But that we're, we'll just address those as we go. But uh, let's just start out yeah. with what is the stuff that would be stupid or poor or bad that we don't want them to do? You got any ideas on that? If they don't ask questions or anything and they just want to make a point about like something that we said and that hold us to that is that it's our That's whole personality. That's right. Don't do that, callers. <laughs> don't call here to tell us something we said one time and and make either a further point about it or disagree. <laughs> Don't do either one of those. In episode 57, you said <laughs> that... 
that's not my whole personality. It's not who I am. I don't even remember saying it. Right. So yeah, but um, even even to call and say, you know what, I think what you know, and to make a point and just to go on and on about, uh, then that that doesn't that kind of can fall flat right. too. So what, I think what will go well here, from what I observe about other shows, is a direct question or advice. Explain the situation, yep, and then ask for something specific. I one more thing I'll say, and this is easier when Joey's not here. I don't think I want to spend a lot of time getting to know the person or making them feel right. okay. Oh, I'm yeah. asking them to be professional. Come on here, ask a question, interact. Let's get down to business. Yep, does that sound right? Yeah, I mean the best thing we can do is not get to know these people. Right, I don't want to know them. <laughs> I just want to use them as content pawns for my right. empire. Oh my god, right? I mean they should know that. They should know that. Yes. I mean, if they want to be professional, their content, that's what they're, they should yeah, think of themselves Duh. as. All right. So any, uh, I don't know how exactly how we'll do this. I know we've got, um, all right, so whoever the first caller is, go ahead and I'll see if I can add you here and, and we'll get right. going. I'm a little nervous, actually. This is, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm a little worried. We might have technical difficulties. We might, not, it might not work out, but. Let's just see what happens. Steve, I see Steven Nettles trying to come on. So what okay. do you think is going to happen? So we've got Steven. And I wish we didn't have last names, but I could say like Steven from a place. But he's trying to join, and it's not joining. So, yeah, I'm know, giving him props. Tech problem from the get-go. Apparently, Steven didn't understand what we're trying to do. Um, Steven's I, failed. I, I feel like it's a slap in the face. I don't appreciate his listenership or his support of the Bad Christian Podcast at all. All right, try it he's again, Steven. Again. And and uh, if not, we'll put you in back of the line and move, move on and circle back. Now, I want to say something while we're waiting on Steven. Mm-hmm. In between this podcast, we just did a great interview with Tim from House of Heroes. That's going to be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. But in between podcasts, I don't think people realize, like, when they think about us and our personalities, they, they know a lot about us, but they don't understand how, like, intertwined our lives are. Like, I literally went to go to the bathroom, and then I had to fix the night light stars in my kid's room. Like my wife couldn't couldn't do it, Mm-mm. and I had to figure out the AAA batteries and how to do it, and did kind of like rig the the on button to make it work. All that's happening at the same time right now. As Steven's coming, mm-hmm. on. finish your thought. I've got it muted. We're good. We're gonna. I've got this under control. So so what I'm saying is right now Steven's coming on. We're, we're going live. We're doing all this stuff. But honestly, just as important is fixing a starry nightlight for my kid's bedroom. It's at the exact same time. Is devastating. It, is exactly as important as this. I had to run to. In person. the house and get Georgia's TV show on because Bridget's not home yet. Just before, just to get her situated, uh, just before I could do this. So I, I totally agree. All oh, right. I know. So we've got Stephen. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thank you. How you guys doing? Doing good. Hit us with a question. Uh, Stephen, you kind of look like a young Dwight Yoakam from Under the Dome. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that being as open, uncensored, and honest as you are now with Bad Christian would have hindered your career in the beginning? Uh, I think that for those of us who are young Christian musicians nowadays, that's a really important question because so many of us are like you guys, and it's been encouraging to see you guys be so open, but we're afraid that being who we are will hinder our careers in some way. Um, well, you know, they say there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? <laughs> like, I mean, that there's some truth to that, to that statement. I really do believe it because— um, you, if you're careful and try to please everybody, that, that's not going to, that's just not going to work. I mean, like if you just think about, it doesn't matter what the person's platform is or what they think or what they say, what, what people care about in any artist's career is that they are unafraid. So the, the fact that you're worried about how it could or may affect your career really means something. I mean, it, in fact, it's probably hurting you because I guarantee you no artist 
that you like. No creator, no musician, no broadcaster. I, I, I really, really shudder to think that anybody would say, I hope they are more careful. Yeah. I want them to be more careful and not say everything to me or to us or put it in their art because I just don't want them to. I want them to be more conservative and put less of themselves out there. You don't want that from anybody, right? Now, I, I totally disagree with Matt. I think it would have affected... <laughs> I think it would have affected us unbelievably negatively. Like, and I just saw that. Like, I mean, there were, I mean, there were bands before us that literally somebody saw them smoking one cigarette in a parking lot and their career was over. Like, I mean, the Christian world has changed a ton. Honestly, there has been a lot of grace given in the Christian world specifically about bands who are Christian or associated with the Christian world. So that that's always been our case. And we always warred against that, just like other bands as well. What is it that you do, Stephen? I'm a musician. And what is it that you're afraid to? I mean, I'm not making you say anything crazy here, but what is it that you're afraid to be? Like, what? Give me an example of what you're not open about because you were afraid it would hurt you. Well, I just had to make a decision on because we just recorded our debut EP. Mm hmm. And we had a song. We had a song that had the phrase "What the hell do we think we're doing?" Mm -hmm. Which is like not even bad. But I know that putting that phrase in there might cost me gigs. And I ended up deciding to keep it in there because I felt like it wasn't honest to take mm -hmm. it out. Okay. Well, do you have gigs already? Have some. Have okay. some. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm very early in my career. And so I want to do everything I can to put myself in a good position. Well, you're better off to get who you want to be out there so that you're not a slave to a, a false perception of who you are in the first place. That's really the way that I would look at that. Now, let's give your band a plug and, and uh, we'll let you go, though. All right. You recorded your debut EP. What's the band called? Uh, the band's called The Voiceless. The, uh, our website is hearthevoiceless.com. Mm -hmm. The EP is going to be called Opened, Closed, and it's going to be coming out in mid-May. Okay. Well, everybody get that and check yeah. them out. I mean, their lyrics are filth. You'll love it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He didn't even say it's their album. Their AP is called "Open Close: The Vagina Monologues." Oh gosh! <laughs> Did you hang up on him? Yes. Yeah. Right, next person. <laughs> next person. Feel free. We got caller number two coming on right now. Um. So we got we got All right, we got Daryl. I've met her we got before. Daryl from from Dallas. Right. I know this one. So hey, Daryl. Daryl's wearing hey. a Green Bay shirt. Daryl, did you put that on just because you were going to be on air with us and you know we like Green Bay? No, I, I was already wearing it, actually. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. All right, so you're live from Texas, right? That's right. All right, what's your question? Uh, well, I was just wondering about the direction of the two podcasts, Bad Christian and Break It Down. Um, I've noticed that Break It Down is more music-focused, and Bad Christian has kind of steered away from that and is more on church and church culture, Christianity. Is that on purpose? Is that the direction that you're going with it? or Am I just looking too much into it? You study us too much, Daryl. I actually, no, I, I actually think that that is very perceptive of you. Honestly, we've been talking about that a lot too, because we almost think we're talking too much Not about almost. church. I think it just I, ends I up happening. Completely because, agree. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Daryl thinks it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I agree. Sometimes I get tired of it, actually. Yeah, well, we are too. I think we maybe talk about church a little too much, and 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 I think going back to it, almost sounds like we're t we're super critical more than we actually are. So I think when you just capture something like a podcast and, you know, when we're talking about that it's 15 or 20 minutes, it captures this whole thing. It seems like it's really intense and it might not, might not be as intense as that. So, but I don't think Matt's break it down is totally about music. Is it Matt? Are you going that direction? I'm trying to, I'd like to get that to about 50% music. I'd like to do other things, but yeah. it's hard to break out of what people expect you to be 
it, re- it just really is. And maybe that's a pressure you put on yourself, but it's hard to be known as a certain thing and then know that you're violating that when you do something different. It kind of feels weird because you start this creative thing like Emory and you say, we're th- we're this. To us, Emory was whatever music we write is Emory. And then Emory wound up having an identity of screamy, this, this, that. And the other thing, and then if we do something that's far off from that, people say, well, that's not Emory. And we say, well, kind of it is because we say it is. But then again, they're kind of right, and they have a perception of what it is. The podcast is the same way. Any creative thing you do, um, it will box you in, which is a bizarre bizarre thing. So I have to try to make Break It Down less about music. We have to try to make Bad Christian less about church. I think a a big reason why we talk about the stuff we do a lot is because literally Tuesdays, Toby and Joey come from a staff. This is my perception. They come from a staff meeting for two hours and then drive to Toby's garage. And so their brain is swimming with this and that and the church, this and that. that. And so we have to unpack all that because that's— really what they're thinking about at the time. So they make the rest of us suffer through it. Yeah, my, my life it revolves around church, and it has for several years. I mean, it has most of my life, honestly. But So I do dislike that, though. I don't want to talk. Like, I think we've talked way too much about Mark Driscoll. I don't really give a shit about Mark Driscoll that much, and it sounds like that's like one of our most important topics we talk about. I don't really care that much in a sense of how much I think about him or church day to day in a sense. But I think, Matt, you're right. We we do come from our staff meeting. We are involved in it so much at work and stuff like that, that it ends up being just something that we're talking about because we're friends. Mm-hmm. But that's not our whole personality. But yeah, we should watch out for that for sure. So what, uh, Daryl, would I mean, from your point of view, uh, what is the thing that Bad Christian does that you like? Like, what's the, what is it that you like when we're on is what? I just, I like how I feel like I'm in the room mm-hmm. listening to you guys talk about your day, talk about your families your life the music business and um it's just real it's honest and you are, aren't afraid to think things out while you're recording <laughs> I, i'm not fishing for compliments i'm just looking for you don't give a shit about the church and you like it if we're just making jokes or whatever no but. i i am a little bit tired about sure. the mark school i feel like that keeps being brought up with everyone and i'm sure everybody you know everyone you interview has a different opinion mm-hmm. but um i I just love how real it is. It's just talking. It's it's almost, I'm sure, unedited. Cool. Well, thanks, Daryl. I'm gonna I'm gonna bump. It's my turn to hang up on somebody, and she is gone. I, I'm loving this. I was gonna do it funny. I was gonna say oh, I was yeah, tired. Of we were tired of Daryl. <laughs> she said, Daryl. Daryl's sweet. She's one of our our great fans. From uh, it, it's so cool to know people and like actually perceive them and see them in in different things like that. So. Ah, she's come to so many shows. She's a wonderful person. You know, she she's at all of our Texas shows and right. does all of our VIP yeah. stuff. It's weird when you look at the people that are the real, because people say Emory has a core. Next guest, join whenever you're ready. I'm just filling time here. Um, the fans are really worth so much. Like, I I, I, I hate to even know how much Daryl spent on Emory, Emory Music, and Emory Tickets. I'm glad for oh, it, but God, I don't actually no. want to know the number. It would probably. I'm super appreciative, and yeah, I don't want to know the number. I don't want to know the number. I don't. It would make me feel so guilty and bad. <laughs> All right. Do we have Cole? Is Cole calling in? He don't he know how. don't know how. <laughs> um, Cole don't know how, he says. Here's what we're going to do. I want Cole and the next person to join, and then the next person can be on the call and stay quiet. So Cole's coming on. Next person, go Solomon, you go ahead and join, and then don't say a word. Don't laugh or anything. And then when Cole hangs up, you'll already be on here. All right, Matt. You've been using your tracker 
I do. I use it for my phone and my dog. Yeah, I, I love it. I am now using it for my remote controls. In our family, we got three kids and two adults and a dog. And, remote uh, controls. So something just, <laughs> you'd be devastated that, if you can't find it. Yeah, it's, it's really funny. So um, well, I got my tracker in the mail. I got it out. I, I linked it up, and, and it's so easy to use. It's really awesome. But uh, And so I was like, oh, I'm going to test this out. And I, I did it to my remote, and I didn't attach the tracker to my remote yet. Mm-hmm. And I just had it in my hand. I said, oh, it worked. And then Jess was like dinner so i set it down uh and then immediately after dinner lost the remote controls and did <laughs> so we're looking around forever to try and find the remote control so that we can put, put the, tracker the tracker on it. it right and now totally set every time and it's really cool because it, it does work so easily with my mobile phone the mm-hmm. app everything that you use it's just so user friendly and so now i don't have to worry about that again it seems so stupid that my family would lose a tv remote control but we do totally. all the time and now we know where it's at and save so much time because literally it was minutes sometimes an hour or two then a remote control would be gone <laughs> well i guess so, that adds up but people think maybe that's trivial to do but it does save you time and yeah it, it you can make it beat from your smartphone and it could track but although of course your remote's not going to be down the road or get left at right. church or somewhere else like that but tracker does that stuff really well too so not only can it track something locally beeping but also if you like put it in your computer bag and left it uh, at your friend's house you can just hop on your smartphone and it will tell you where it is so there's 1.5 million of these devices out there that people are using. So it's clearly catching on. They've got the loud, largest crowdfund GPS network in the world. So your lost items will show up on a map, even if it's miles away. And listeners to this show get a very special discount of 30% off your entire order. So go to the, T-H-E, spell thetracker.com. That's T-H-E-T-R-A-C-K-E-R.com and enter promo code BADCHRISTIAN. And that, that's going to be the hardest thing you ever do is to find the website because from now on, you're going to find everything with Tracker. So well, let me tell you one more time. Go to thetracker.com. Com right now and enter promo code bad christian for 30 percent off your entire order again thetracker.com promo code bad christian wait we got cole cole what's going on buddy hey cole hey man how's it going it's going great awesome uh so my question is uh it's regarding hardcore shows and venue rules i was at the under oath show at rocket town last week that i'm sure oh, you, you were at that about. show i was at that show yeah where spencer and tim very blatantly uh, dissed Rocket Town from stage and tried to turn the crowd against security and mm-hmm. talked about how they're never going to play Rocket Town again. So I was wondering if you guys had any thoughts about uh, venues that will host hardcore shows and mm-hmm. then try to enforce rules like no moshing, no crowd surfing. And if you had any thoughts on Rocket Town as well, I know you guys have played there before. Yeah, Toby, oh, yeah. are you caught up on this story? You know the yeah, details yeah, of it? Yeah, totally, totally. Cole, being at the show, did it offend you what they did? Or like, did you wish people wouldn't have crowd surfed or moshed or whatever? Uh, absolutely not. If anything, uh, once Spencer kind of turned the crowd against security, it kind of inv- inc- created like an environment of like uh, brotherhood and like let's fight this together and whatnot. It was actually awesome. one of the best shows I've ever seen. I just felt bad for security. That's awesome. I, I'm sure it is from the crowd point of view, but did it feel dangerous? Like that's the, the, the debate and you're reading about it from the outside. You can't tell. I want to know from a, somebody who was there, what was the sense in the room? Um, was it Dane? Did it feel dangerous at any point to anybody or was it all fun? Well, and hold on. Let, let's just tell everybody that doesn't know what we're talking about. The show at rocket town in Nashville is a club. It's a Christian club and they don't allow crowd surfing, moshing or, and all that stuff. Or cussing. And, 
or cussing, which I have actually done on that stage. And, a lot. Uh, so that, and so basically the security guards were kind of in the way of the show happening and throwing kids off and stuff. And, get, and so Under Oath said, come on, man, y'all chill out. And so, yeah. So anyway, did you feel danger and danger? And then it escalated to where they asked people to rush the show. Right. But was it dangerous feeling at that time, at that moment? So it was, it was never dangerous. There was, I was toward the front once Spencer said the first 50 people on stage get free merch. Oh, and gosh. I was kind of nervous at that point because I did see a guy who was like twice my size trying to swim upstream, so to speak. And he wasn't <laughs> going anywhere. So mm-hmm. I felt stuck. But at the same time, like one of the best nights of my life and I had a great time and I never really felt in danger at any point, not to any kind of serious level at all. Well, you know, fr- from what I understand, they, you know, the it sucks. I'm going to identify with Under Oath at least first. I will say to some degree, I felt like they may have entered into irresponsible territory if somebody got hurt. But I do yeah. completely sympathize with their point of view there, which is when you see you really do rent the venue out. You pay rent at a venue. You make a deal through the promoter. And security is one of the things that comes out of your money that you don't get because you pay for it. Right. So now when I'm at a show and I see a security guard mistreat a person who paid $20, and I'm paying that security guard quite literally is how the deal works out, or or almost literally. Um, That's very frustrating because if he's – something that's mistreating now somebody else might be mad at security guard because he didn't protect him from the crazy fan but typically in this in punk and hardcore and this other stuff crowd surfing's part of it man like i know you have a policy but of course you don't have to be a dick about it and if somebody crowd surfs they don't deserve to lose their money in the rest of the show they don't that yeah. the, the security guard's job and they should be maybe better instructed uh by the band or something should be okay get out of here you're going to the back of the room. I don't want to see you up here again. I could understand that. And I can understand Rocket Town doesn't want a lawsuit or whatever, but every other club and every other hardcore show, it's fine. People can crowd right. surf. Right. And, and you have security to assist people, not to bully well, them. Well, I would know. also say that I think the one thing is I've, I played about a billion shows and also bands and crowds kind of self-regulate. Like I've seen tons of bands, including our band, call out people for being dickheads in the, in the pit. Or hey, don't jump like hey, don't y'all see these people here? Y'all chill out. Or I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen every I've seen under oath do that. Call people out in pits and stuff for just being brutal for no reason or whatever it might be. So I kind for me, I mean, here's where I, I land on this. It's rock and roll. It's hardcore music. I mean, what are you thinking? Like if you don't what what's the point of of music and 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 it being so aggressive and emotional and all this stuff without some of that spilling over into audience reaction? Or whatever that might be. So I understand that those are the rules, but at the same time, Solid I kind of feel like that's one. just a wall that Christianity puts up that goes, "Hey, we're not going to do this because it could be bad." And all that ends up doing is pushing people away. People will stop going to Rocket Town or whatever it might be, and and that's the case. So anyway, that's what I think. That's the answer. Yeah. So there's also a juice factor when you're on stage. It's weird, and I think what I from what I saw about it, like the com- what that Spencer and Tim said, they were coming from a position of mega adrenaline. Like you're on stage, just the most on you can be, yep. and there's a thousand, two thousand people, I guess. That that's a huge show. And you feel that energy and the eyes are on you and you're so in your zone there. It's really hard not to be crazy or aggressive or or, or whatever that is to, to turn into a logical thing and then try to handle how you talk to a security guard in front of all those people in a chaotic environment that's not normal. Of course, you know, they're going to over probably say it a little bit jer- jerkier than they would if you asked them about it later or if they had time to think about it. They're in that zone. So you got to give them 
So um, even if you think their comments were irresponsible, you, you got to understand it was in the moment for Spencer and Tim, basically. And so, for instance, Toby said fuck like 20 times on that same stage. And he might not have done it if he had a time to think about it, but he just got in the zone. And that's at the very same yep, venue. That's kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> we right. didn't get in trouble for yep. that either. Did they ask us not to come back? I, I probably. Think so. <laughs> I think so. Do you think that, that that people should not play there? You think it should be a bad name against Rocket Town, though? No, no. They've always been nice to us. I don't know if I go that far either. Right. They've always been nice to us. It's a fine club. They have certain rules, whatever. I mean, other clubs have rules that aren't Christian, too. So rules are made to be broken. It's rock. That's what I'm saying. It's rock and roll. It doesn't matter. I think the thing that is crazy, and I think uh, Cole even agreed with this, that uh, they would only let uh, people who identify as male and female exclusively with, with that gender parts in the pit. Otherwise, they were keeping yep. people like transgenders out. Cole, I think that's yeah, messed no up. Yeah, no trans surfing. Is, well, that's actually, that's up, actually under us tour Cole's manager gone. and their band's policies. No <laughs> trans surfing. I've seen it. They have it posted in their bus and stuff. So I that's just them. That's just their rule. And Cole. I, delete, I deleted him from our group. And we deleted Cole very, very All right, good. Solomon. What's up, man? Oh, hey, guys. Good, man. Where are you at? Um, like in Portland, Oregon. Oh, nice. The weather looks great there. All right. Are we going to see you at our Amory Acoustic Show in a couple of weeks? Are you going to be there? Oh, uh, yeah. You know I'm going to be there. Nice. Excellent. All right. Solomon, what's your camp question? Um, so I had a question, actually, about what were your main inspirations for the I'm Only a Man album? Um, it's just like, you know, when I listen to it and stuff, I think about certain songs like After the Devil Beats His Wife, you know, which I assume my interpretation is about a coward. Um, and then you have like... Don't bore us, get to the chorus, a guy pressuring his girlfriend into having sex with him. And then you have like, Can't Stop the Killer, like really, really dark and kind of sad type of songs. I was just really wondering what inspiration were you guys drawing from when you wrote that album out? Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> I, I knocked him off. Solomon's awesome. Sorry, Solomon. That was kind of a I joke. I really like but... the precedent you're setting, Toby. It really, I mean, I'm serious. Like, it really clears out some elbow room to know you don't have to take it that seriously and stuff like this. I'm glad Joey's not here. He would been, he would actually be too uncomfortable to do it. Yeah. Thank you for that question, Solomon. We can answer it off air, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, on air, but him off air like they do on sports shows. He, he can call, call back in if he wants. That was a joke. But still, uh, yeah, he actually did nail it. That's that's the, I'm only a man is all about the weaknesses of me. <laughs> Here he comes. He is calling back in. <laughs> we'll give him one follow up. But go ahead and answer yeah, the question. Yeah. I'm going to mute him right oh, away. So, sorry, You're still so, muted, Solomon. Something weird happened, Solomon. You got cooked off. Sorry, dude. Oh, yeah. I wonder. I wonder why. <laughs> To answer your question, yeah, you're you're exactly right, honestly. All those songs, I, I would say every single song, and that's why we kind of said that, so I'm only a man, was kind of a play on the idea of like, we are only men and women, man being male and female, uh, humankind, and uh, just the idea of we aren't God, and we are going to fail, we are going to make mistakes, and, and it's we wanted to show that side of humanity, along with some of the beauty in humanity, too, and how we can be good. Or like story of a man with a bad heart is a, the beginning is a guy who's is you know like super um, happy about stuff and then not on the, am I saying the right album uh, did I mess up that no no yeah yeah <laughs> you've lost um, yeah yeah I'm lost I'm just talking here anyway regardless I'm only a man is showing the weaknesses of of mankind and and why we we mess up and that we're not God we're not bigger than being human 
And that's okay. It's okay to talk about our weaknesses and and reveal those things for sure. So Also, there may be a factor there of like the first two albums, you have enough material to write about that's super personal, like this relationship or that loss or this, you know, anything in your life. And then after two, and Toby loves it when I weigh in on the lyrics. Hell yeah. But I like to do it. But, you know, then you get to Only a Man. It's like, okay, a third album. We got to write another whole set of songs about stuff. But I've wrote about my best relationships already or the most events in my life in in a way. So it's like, okay, we could write fiction or putting ourselves in imaginative, more creative situations is kind of probably what happens. I bet that happens to a lot of bands on their later albums, you know. It's like maybe you run out of material or something. Solomon, who's th- who's that hair beside behind you trying to stare at your? Yeah, is there somebody trying to peek in the screen there? Yeah, it's my fiance sitting here oh. me listening to you guys. It's weird. Your your fiance is a total creeper. Yeah, what a creep. You can't even talk to your you can't even talk to your friends on the phone without your fiance. Oh, who are you talking to, Solomon? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, man. All right. I'm going to bump Solomon. Thanks. Hey, we'll see you in Portland next week. Anybody else wants to see us uh, come to the uh, Emory Acoustic Show in Portland. Uh, it'll be uh, yeah. the fr- next Friday night. It'll be the, the 29th yeah. on Friday night. There's over 80 tickets sold, so it will be sold out uh, very soon. Very Damn excited it. about that. And also, let me go ahead and plug the other thing, Toby. Um, as you notice here, we're on, we're live. We're live on yeah. Facebook right now. We're doing this. I've got a camera borrowed from Brett, and I think it looks great. But we're trying to buy a couple of it cameras, Toby good. and I are. And we're going to, and we have some software here. Reva's running the stream right now on some software we just bought that was about $500. Um, and there's a few more things yep. we need to get this up in high quality, but we're going to share the Emory Acoustic Concert with everybody because we understand people can't all come to, uh, I guess yeah. this serves as the official announcement of it because we're live on the internet, but we are going to, people can't all come to the shows because we only do them in a select area. We only have Devin on certain days and um, they sell out at a hundred and that's the only people that can come. So most people are never going to get the chance to see Emory Acoustic with Devin, which is one of the best things we've ever done and so we're going to do it live on the internet with good quality audio a couple of cameras some streaming stuff for everybody so that is going to be really fun we're gonna do it on the seattle show which will be saturday the 30th love it and it looks like it'll be like probably nine or ten o'clock on the east coast and seven or eight o'clock or so on the west coast in seattle where we will be so you can go to emoryacoustic.com well i guess that's not up yet is it reva we stay tuned we will have a sign up a registration. You just put in your email and register to, to come to that event. We're going to make it free and we are going to take tips. And I'm hoping we can get a couple thousand dollars in tips, to be honest, um, to help pay for a camera or an encoder or some software. And if we could do this, we'll, we'll start doing even more stuff live and with video, but it's, you know, that's, that's yeah. the point. You excited about getting a camera, Toby? Yeah. I'm using just this little Logitech one and it's, it's just, it's okay, but it doesn't do mm-hmm. what, I'm just really excited about the future of what we can film and what we can do and the YouTube channels and the ideas that we can create and how we can actually just really stretch the world a little bit with what we're going to be doing. I know that sounds kind of stretch the world, All egotistical right. maybe, or just crazy, but I just well, I think do that, the thing so. about live is, I mean, I know other, I mean, Facebook's allowing, they just started allowing this that we can go live to Facebook yeah. with our camera and a computer. That's, that's like this week happened last week. So I'm all yeah. about being flexible and fluid in order to interact with our fans directly. That's why we do release our own records. That's why we do podcasts. That's why we do all this stuff. So I'm way, way into it. And 
I, there's no way that we're going to make a return on the investment in these cameras and stuff like that. Really, I mean, maybe maybe it's possible. Yeah, but that's not the point. I like I can't help it. Like I'm on I'm into it. So I'm looking at cameras and learning about them, and I'm looking at websites. And Toby's sending me, me comparison of the G7 versus the GH4 and stuff like that. So it's 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 pretty insane. Yep. But uh, yeah, we hope everybody will. Um, Looks like we got another guest. Nope, we don't. He's on the wrong show. He's a break it down guest coming up here in a minute. <laughs> Bruce, hang on. We're, 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 you're just a little bit ahead of us. Um, Bruce is trying to chime yeah. in there. All, All right, right, so we'll, we'll close with uh, with with just that He's information. Back. Tell you, I hacked in to this. Bruce, get out of here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I booted him out. He's booted. We'll, I'll be right back with you, Bruce. Toby, I just wanted to close with one thought I had that I keep uh, forgetting to bring okay. up. And that is, I'm just going to shift it in a different direction real quick if you've got a minute. And that is, I sure do. I think that sperm banks are really hilarious and freaky. If you think about it, you ever thought about a sperm bank? I went to one uh, in college. You did? Did you donate sperm? I tried to. My sperm didn't qualify. Oh, well. Here's <laughs> what I think is so weird about it. If you think about all animals, it just occurred to me that all animals and anybody in all of human history. Or Wait, hold on one second. What what other friends that like you found out that information and all you said was oh and moved right on. What do you mean? Is that sh- is that show how oh, close that we you are? did a sperm like, bank? I just told your sperm you, got rejected uh, and I moved I on. Went to, yeah, I went to a sperm bank in college. I mean. You asked me, you didn't even know I'd ever been to one. And then I told you, literally, this is the truth. My sperm got rejected at the sperm bank. You went, oh, and then you moved on. Oh, I'm sorry. How long? Hey, man, how was that for you? This is one of the toughest, darkest times of my life. I'm sorry. I didn't even know that. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead with what you were saying, how weird they are. Yeah, talk about how weird they are. <laughs> anyway, here's what I think's funny. What is the deal with sperm bank? <laughs> No, I know. I just thought of it. I just wrote that down that I was closed with something so it wasn't dry off the collars. I don't know if we really need to do anything else. Oh, but I'm I saying, see. here's what I think is funny about a sperm bank is every <laughs> creature in all of history, including humans, up until the very last few minutes of the modern era, would have seen it as like it would have been the number one best possible thing you could ever be because all drive of all biological life is to reproduce. And if you were told a lion that he could just go into this place and sh- masturbate a bunch and then they would do the work of propagating his line yeah you it, that's all anybody in all of history would have ever done yeah do you know what i mean but we don't now we, we think of it as bad totally plus they would have supplied like lion porn lion porn would have been amazing the porn that he would have seen would have been awesome but every animal would be lined up i mean genghis khan would have lined up to be at a sperm bank would he not yeah like he had to rape constantly in order to get his seed out there which was his big thing they say even yeah, like he probably didn't, a, even, like he didn't one, even want to rate a big fraction of a, a percent of people are descended from Genghis Khan because he was all about propagating his line. If he'd had sperm banks, they would love yeah. that. Any lion would, any creature in all of history. But we think it's weird. Yeah, it's strange. I would have felt super strange if that my sperm would have been accepted, and then there was a definitely half of me walking around somewhere. Absolutely, that would have made me feel. That means really there's the possibility weird. you could run into your kids, kids of yours yeah. one day and not know it. Yeah, like when we found out about it, I went with a friend. I won't say who he is. But I went with a friend, and so you go in there, and then they have, like, back then, this is funny, this is when I was in college, so it was 1994, 95, and uh, they did have all these magazines. I don't think they had movies, but you could look at all these Playboys, whatever else they had, penthouses, stuff like that. And then they they tell you all this stuff, so literally, I don't think anybody finds out who you are. Your records are really kept private. Maybe Mm -hmm. they've changed that. But so there could have easily, if they would have accepted it, somebody would have... uh, 
we I thought at the time you got paid pretty well too. So I was like, oh, college. What if I could do this and it'd be good? But like, if it, you have to like, it was really crazy. It was very strict rules. Like you couldn't have been in a jacuzzi tub in the last month and i had been in the jacuzzi tub like several times mm-hmm. and stuff like this at the time so anyway it was kind of crazy but it is it is strange does that make your children that, but essentially sperm bank rejects yeah like that, totally. that you know you weren't good enough for the sperm bank but you did you know you had those yep sorry about that i'm trying to kick you out <laughs> you can't kick me out <laughs> damn it it just gave you likes you got 613 <laughs> to my 15 you bastard All right, can I get off of here and stop talking about my weak-ass sperm? All right, thank you, everybody. Uh, We'll see you very soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com.